For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. And if you guys are listening to this on Christmas, Merry Christmas. Um, this episode is technically being released Christmas Day. Um, so if you guys are listening today, Merry Christmas. If you're listening after Christmas and after the holidays, I hope you guys have had an amazing holiday season. You did it. You got through another one. That's like there was something about the holidays this year that just felt a little extra crazy and I'm not 100% sure what it was, but I love the holidays nonetheless. Maybe it was because I was just doing a lot with yoga teacher training and this was a very expensive month. Like I talked about it a little bit last week, um, but I purchased a new car, which I was so grateful for to purchase a new car this month. Um, but also a few days ago, my phone just like totally died. So like what happened was back in August, I set my phone down and I came back to my phone um, and the screen was cracked. It happened at um, my spin studio. So I think maybe just like a weight or something fell on my phone, but it wasn't that big of a deal, but like it cracked all the way through and I was like, eh, whatever, I'll just ride this out. So I knew eventually I was going to have to get a new phone um, or that I get to get a new phone because how grateful am I that I'm able to, you know, get a phone when I need a new one. But the other night it was raining a lot and I was walking from the car into my house and I guess something, I guess water got in it and the whole screen just went like neon green and you couldn't even use the screen anymore. The inside of the phone was like totally fine, but um, you, you like couldn't use it. You couldn't use screen. It was like either green or it was off completely. Like it was just like a mess. Um, so I ended up getting a new phone and then on top of that Christmas shopping. So it was just a very expensive month. So I, for that reason, I'm happy that the holidays are behind us, but I'm really excited for the new year. Um, but still, um, I love the holiday season and I am very, much so in the holiday spirit still, and probably will continue to carry that over. Um, but I love the new year because it just sets such an amazing tone. And I think this week in particular, if you guys are listening, the week of um, December 25th is an amazing week to plan for the new year because you really get to use this week to get rooted and grounded with what it is that you want to come to fruition in the new year in 2024. Now, when I was doing my episode with 
Chelsea two months back for the Untethered Soul Manifest Book Club. She was talking about how October is a really great time to set intentions with Halloween and everything um, because it's kind of hard to set intentions in the dead of winter. And I totally feel that. Like the winter, I feel like for me at least, I shouldn't speak for everyone, but for me at least, the winter definitely feels um, bleak and dull and can feel uninspiring. But that's why I feel like coming off the high and the momentum of the holidays and having this week where most people have off of work or it's like a little bit of a lighter workload. I know at least for my podcast, um, all my episodes were due you know, before the the holidays. So I definitely have a lighter workload this week. Um, I'm just finishing up my 200 hour yoga teacher training this week. So for me, it's very, and my sister and her boyfriend are in town. So like, I'm just having like fun with family and stuff this week. So workload, it's a lot lighter. It's like a staycation almost. And whenever I travel or get time to just like be alone and think and be creative is when I get my best ideas. And I know a lot of you guys are like that as well. We just need time to allow downloads and pings and thoughts to come to us. And that's what this week is. And this week really is great preparation for that for the new year. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube, which you totally should, I was thinking today of like something about, oh, I get a lot of comments about my ads. Um, I totally understand that like ads are annoying to listen to. In the description box of my shows, there is always an option to listen ad-free. That's in the description box if you guys want to check that out. The other thing about ads, well, two things. One, you can always fast forward through the ads. And number two is on my YouTube, I don't have as many ads. Like I still have ad reads from brands that I'm incredibly grateful to work with. And I love, and I generally do use all the brands that I talk about on this show. Um, but a lot of ads, like this is kind of how backend stuff works. My network, um, that produces this podcast, they like will insert ads and I don't, always know what those ads necessarily are. Like when they sound more like radio ads, those don't go on to the YouTube channel. So if you want like lesser ads, you can always just go onto YouTube. Um, and then typically they're only placed once, twice, sometimes three times, but the third time that they're placed throughout is normally at the end of the episode. So if you want less ads, you could always go onto YouTube and watch on YouTube. Um, but here's what I will say. The ads, they keep the lights on they keep the lights on and it's like, it's my job, you know? So, um, they definitely keep the episodes coming. So I know ads are not always fun to listen to, but you can always fast forward them and you could always listen ad free. Um, there's a link in the show notes on Spotify, Apple music, stuff like that. And YouTube has a little bit less, but they're still sponsors of the show. And I'm extremely grateful for my sponsors because they allow me to, do what I love so much. So I'm very grateful and I appreciate every single one of you guys that um, genuinely love and listen to the show regardless of ads. I also find it funny that like it's still a conversation in 2023 going into 2024 of like so many ads. It's like you watch TV and there's commercials like this is what's the big difference? You know what I mean? Like just because I'm a normal girly, I'm not allowed to have ads. I don't know. Anyway, that's not what this episode's about. Um, but I would like I was saying, if you guys are watching on YouTube, then you'll notice I'm old school today. Okay. I have a notebook with me today. Um, this is my laptop. My laptop, I normally write out all my scripts on. So if you guys watch my YouTube videos of the podcast, I'm typically always reading off of my laptop because I script it out. But today I'm just going right off of the vision board, baby. I'm going right off the vision board. And that's because this episode is a 2024 reset. We are getting granular. We are talking routines, resolutions, word of the year, goals, priorities, workouts, health and wellness. Like we are talking about everything that I have planned for this year in hopes that this will inspire you to 
begin to think about and formulate how you want to go into 2024. Now, I will say that I've never felt so much clarity going into a new year and that feels really amazing. I think I feel really clear for a couple of reasons. Number one, these ideas that I'm going to be speaking of started coming to fruition or at least coming to my mind in the summertime. And there were just a few things that I had to do before these goals could get set into motion, like the prerequisites, if you will, of these goals, such as a yoga teacher training. Like I had to become a yoga teacher and go through a 200-hour Yoga Alliance certified yoga teacher training in order to begin teaching yoga classes. Like that's one of my goals, for example. So things like that, like there were prerequisites that had to happen. So I've been spending the last quarter, I guess, of 2023 so that my 2024 could be set up. Another thing that I really wanted to stray away from with 2024 were these big overarching resolutions because this year is giving me, I hate to say it, a 2020 vibe in the sense of I went into 2020 with so much ambition. I think a lot of us did. And I mean, think about it. Like we were in the height of hustle culture. It was a new decade. It was an even year. Like there was just a lot of magic about that year. And I had really big plans going into 2020. And then obviously we all know what happened. So I have made my goals and resolutions accordingly so that no matter what happens this year, this is just about me. And these are just things that I personally can control. In the past, I've always had resolutions like going into 2020. Some of my resolutions were to open like three physical studio locations. Like I wanted to open in Sea Isle City, New Jersey. I wanted to open in Philadelphia. I wanted to open in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I wanted to open in um, a, a few other places I was looking at. Um, but I like wanted to put studios everywhere in 2020. And then by 2022, I wanted to like, I, I had huge, huge plans. And then the world, you know, obviously a whole pandemic happened. That all kind of went to shit. Um, so with that being said, all of the goals that I have here are things that re like if another pandemic happens or did we all watch that movie? What's leave the world behind if that ever happens, like stuff like this keeps me rooted and it's these goals are really just about me um, and what I can continue doing to lead a life of harmony for me that feel really good while still maintaining the life that I have built up until 2024. So yes, it's a reinvention in a sense, but it's also a continuation of a beautiful life that I have in front of me that I'm very grateful for. So I feel really good going into 2024. I feel very aligned. I feel really clear on my visions and I feel really rooted, very grounded, and I feel really good about it. So I'm really excited to talk about what is going on for 2024. If you guys want to hear about my 2023, I will link that episode down below. That was the last week's episode. And we talked about a lot. I talked about where I'm living. I talked about, um, oh my God, I talked about so much. I talked about my failed resolutions. I talked about what I did every month. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. 
I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable but because my head's out I'm able to stay in it longer but I still get all the benefits of it I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions I just feel really really good and I just love ending my night with a sauna Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh the last few years and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I talked about a lot, but the one thing I didn't talk about was my word of the year. And my word of the year in 2023 was discipline. And would I say I accomplished discipline? Yes, but not in the way that I intended for it to be in the start of 2023. Like for me, I was like, I want to show up to most of my runs and I want to accomplish my goals. And I really want to be disciplined with myself, even on the days that I don't want to. And I think I ended and am ending this year with a much softer mindset thanks to yoga and thanks to the year that I've had, which again, I talked a lot about last year or last week. Overall, 2023 was a really great year, but I'm really excited for 2024 and I feel really good going into it. So let's just dive right into my 2024 reset. And I feel like what better way to begin than to say my word of the year. So my word of the year for 2024 is practice. And 
the reason that I have it be practice is because I mean this in the sense that I want to continue to show up every day, every morning, every day, every night, every workout, every whatever it is that I'm showing up to. I want to show up without expectations. And that's where the word practice comes in. Practice allows for mistakes. Practice allows for fuck-ups and for failures and for falling down. But it also allows for getting back up and it allows for trying again and it allows for a different route and it doesn't expect perfection. It actually challenges it. And the point of practice is... I mean, we all know the phrase practice makes perfect, but I really think in this sense, practice is flexible, but it continues to show the message of consistency and it encourages the theme of delicate consistency and it allows you to have grace with yourself. Like if you mess up, like, okay, so you learned not to do it that way. And the next time when you do it again, you're going to do it differently. And that's why I chose this word because it embodies everything that I really like, which is self-discipline, consistency, and showing up when you don't want to. But it also allows the human the human side of things, which is we're going to mess up. We're going to fail. But it also encourages you not to give up and um, to not be perfect. You don't have to be perfect to show up to a practice. That's why it's a practice. So, and every day of life is a practice. And I remember before, not to make this whole episode about yoga, but I'm going to talk about yoga. When I began yoga teacher training, I was always calling yoga like a yoga class, a yoga class, a yoga class. And I felt so weird saying a yoga practice, like, oh, I'm going to practice today. I'm going to yoga practice. And even some spin studios like Army in New York, for example, they call all of their classes practice. And I think it's because that's rooted in one of the um, co-founders background as a professional tennis player. And, you know, you went to practice every day until you got better at your skill, whatever. Um, I think that when I began yoga teacher training, I felt very much like almost imposter syndrome. Like I can't be calling it yoga practice. Like I don't, I don't really know what that means, but, and I didn't understand it, but now I, I totally get it. And I subscribe to that and it makes a lot of sense for me. And I love it. It's one of my favorite words now. So yes, in yoga sense, practice is something that is absolutely going to be happening a lot in 2024. But I also just love how delicate and consistent the word practice is. Keep showing up even when you don't want to and give yourself grace. You don't have to be perfect. It's a practice. Some days are going to be better than others and some days are going to be worse than others. But the important thing is that you show up. Um, And I think that's beautiful. So my word of the year for 2024 is practice, and I like it. Okay, let's talk about some priorities. So I actually don't have any resolutions for this year. And as of now, when I'm recording this podcast, I think I'm recording this, oh, I'm recording this on December 12th. So 12-12. And it's also the last, today is the last new moon of the year. So it's a it's a very powerful day to be recording this episode. Um. I don't have any resolutions as of this date when I'm recording this. And if I do in the new year, I will update you guys. But the reason is because I I don't want to do what I did last year where I had resolutions and I didn't accomplish them. So now it looks like the year was a fail. The year was anything but a fail. It just took me in a different direction. So I don't want to have a resolution just to like either hit it or not. I would rather do priorities. And that's what I wrote down this year were my priorities. And I really like my priorities. So um, I have four priorities and we'll talk about them. So the first one is podcast. My podcast is without a doubt my top priority this year. I really want to grow the show and I really want to expand it. 
in a few ways. Number one, I want to increase the amount of episodes that I post. I talked about it before that I was thinking about a daily show. I definitely know I can commit to three episodes a week and I want to do that by April 1st of 2024. Um, and I would love to upload on Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Mondays will continue to be the Manifest Mondays, the solo episodes that you guys are used to. This is not going anywhere. This is like the bread and butter of the show. This is remaining consistent. Wednesdays, hump day. I want to add this in as a an energy episode. What that means is essentially it's a 10 to 15 minute yoga flow. So this is a free yoga class for you guys. I think yoga is so transformative and it should be offered to anyone wherever they can get it. And even if it's just 10, 15 minutes of yoga flow, I would love that. So obviously watch the YouTube channel to get those flows. That is huge. But also if you don't want to do yoga, you can listen to it as a walking meditation. And it's really just a way to move energy. But in the beginning of that yoga flow, the yoga practice, or if you're just doing it as a walk, we're going to have like a message for each of these flows and practices. And then after the practice, um, we will sit down like one-on-one -on -one like this and we will talk about the message. We'll talk about, um, yeah, it's, it, that essentially like the message that is coming up. So it could be a word, it could be a phrase, it could be, um, a yoga lesson. It could like, there's so much to yoga that, um, it, I, I just, my friend, you guys know Chelsea, she always tells me with my human design, she's like, you are someone, Tori, that when you learn information, you want to tell other people and you want to inform others and that that couldn't be more true. Like I'm just learning so much in yoga teacher training and I'm going to continue to always learn and I always want to share what I'm learning because what's the point of learning if you're, if you're not going to share it? So I always want to continue learning what I'm sharing. So anyway, the practices will have a message we will do the practice with the message throughout or a walking meditation, or you could always just listen and have it just be like Zen and calm and like a good way to start your day in the middle of the week. And then afterwards, it'll end with a journal prompt. So it's a much more um, spiritual, for lack of a better term, episode, and just very much so about energy and a message and a movement. Um, and then Thursday, I want the episodes to be with a guest or have them be like a bonus-esque kind of episode or a series. I have a lot of series planned out for the new year with friends and um, guests and the Manifest Book Club and things like that. So the Thursday episodes are going to be like spunky and fun and um, very diverse and multifaceted. And that's a big part of 2024 as well is that I just want to continue to be expansive and I want to continue to be multifaceted. I think nowadays a lot of people give the advice of if you want to grow, you need to find a niche. And I, I challenge that because I don't think as humans we're meant to niche down. I think we can have very specified and niche, for lack of a better word, interests, but we can have a lot of them. Like, why do I have to be hyper fixated on one thing? And that's my only thing. And the, that's the only people that I talk to. And that's my only audience. Like a lot of you guys listening probably found me from spin or my old YouTube days or, um, makeup or like, I don't know how you found me, but like, I'm sure it's a different answer from the other person. And it's because I think that I myself am very multifaceted. So I don't really, like the advice that to grow, you have to be niche. I think I want to remain very multifaceted and I always want to grow and evolve and go down the paths that really interest me in my life and explore those. So I think that will allow me to do so with Thursday episodes and, you know, these Monday solo episodes that we do where we just have like our manifest Mondays together. So I definitely want to grow to three episodes by um, April 1st of 2024. And I would love to grow the show more and um, just have it be charting. I have like a number in my mind for finances. I have a number in my mind for listeners. I have a number in my mind for where I want to be on the charts, all those sorts of things that I will keep to myself. But my main priority for this year is to grow the podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Second is um, social media. And again, these are things that are additions to my life, um, which is why I'm not mentioning things like Stride because Stride is a beautiful continuation of the life that I have built um, for the past few years. And um, i trying to think of another example, things like Stride and Spin and like I'm not focusing a ton on like my Monday episodes because that's like a continuation of what I what I already already do. These are like new things that I'm introducing into 2024 for priorities and stuff like that. So anyway, okay. Next up is social media. And again, what is different about this is that I feel like for the first time in years, um, I have a very clear why am I posting? And if you guys listened to last week, I kind of opened up and talked about how I struggle with posting online and how I feel this weird disconnect when it comes to posting and how I don't really want to feel like that whenever I post online. So I've really determined my why and that makes me feel really good. So my why on why I want to post on social media, whether it be Instagram or TikTok or I don't really see myself, if I'm being honest, posting on YouTube anymore, but never say never. Um, and my why is to really build an authentic, multifaceted lifestyle brand that is rooted in wellness. And my hopes is that my social media will draw people to a larger message of wellness. And that wellness umbrella is what's multifaceted. And within that, there's the podcast. Within that, there's yoga, there's stride, there's beauty, there's cooking, there's health, there's reading, there's tips and there's laughter and there's social life. Like it's just this big overarching lifestyle of wellness. And I think wellness is so expansive and it can lead you down so many amazing paths. And that's really where I I like living in that expansiveness and that multifaceted mindset. Um, there's entrepreneurship, there's business, there's new opportunities, there's growth, there's reflection, like there's so much in that. And that's what I really like. So I feel like I'm, I really have a good why. And that makes me definitely want to post more. And I have been posting more. If you guys follow my Instagram and my TikTok, you guys will notice that I've been posting more and you guys are being really nice. And you're all telling me like, I love what you're posting. And it, that really does mean a lot because I, I've struggled with it for the past few years. 
I really have. So yeah, that feels that feels good. So that's another priority is that my social media is not an end goal, but a um, like a driving factor to other assets and facets of me, such as stride, such as the podcast, such as um, yoga, such as my website, things like that. Okay. My third priority is yoga. So I want to teach in person. Um, and I'm really excited because I just added in my yoga classes to my schedule at Stride. If you are new here and you have no idea what Stride is, and I keep bringing it up, Stride is a fitness studio that I own. I opened it in 2018. Um, I have two, technically three, but really two locations of Stride Spin and Fitness. The first one is in the suburbs of Philadelphia in a town called Phoenixville. I have a co-owner. Her name's Jess. Her and I opened it together there in 2018 when I was 20 years old. And um, we are about five and a half years old now. And it's been quite the wild ride. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been amazing. So um I have that. And then I have a second location that I just own. Um, and that is in at the Jersey shore and it's only open during the summertime. So right now that location is currently winterized. It's in a town called Sea Isle city, New Jersey. And, um, yeah, so that's only open pretty much from Memorial day to Labor Day weekend, which is May to September in the summer. So right now that studio is currently closed. Um, but my, suburbs of Philly, my Phoenixville, Pennsylvania location is open year round. And I just added in yoga classes to that. So if you guys are ever in the area and you ever want to come take a yoga class with me in person, um, it is Fridays at 7am and Saturdays at 10am. So I'm really excited for that. So I added those in and my priority was to teach yoga in person two to three times a week. And I also want to teach yoga, um, at like a retirement community or something. So I want to get involved in that for the new year as well. I have to look around at some places and see where I can go. Um, and then I would also love to digitally teach yoga two to three times a week, one of which being on this podcast on Wednesdays, but um, the other times I would love to upload like short 10 minute, 15, 20 minute flows, I guess 10 minutes on TikTok, but I would love to put them on TikTok. I would also love to put them on YouTube, whether it be on this channel, on my other channel, or I make like a whole separate YouTube channel like Yoga with Tori or something like that. I don't know. Um, and then I would also love to kind of drive all of this more so onto my website, which brings me to my fourth priority, which is to build up my personal website, which is ToriDeSimone.com. Currently, that's kind of just like a housing place for me, but I really do want to become expansive on that website. So my goal for ToriDeSimone.com in the new year is to put all of these podcast episodes, every single one that you guys are listening to on that website ad free. Um, there will be some sort of paywall behind it. I don't know the price yet because I haven't like figured that out yet, but I also want to do bonus episodes on there. So I'm thinking like a Tuesday or a Friday, maybe like two bonus episodes a month or something. And also full length digital yoga classes as well. Um, that are like 30, 45, 60, 75 minutes in length, um, as well. And I know a lot of you guys can't, you know, obviously come to like in-person classes. So if I could lead, um, digitally online, I would love that. And I feel like toridesimo.com would be a good place for that. I would also put them on stride at home. So if you guys want, um, like all of the formats that stride offers that will be on there as well. So and stride offers a lot stride offers spin bar box yoga, um, Pilates, missing a ton strength hit. We offer so much. So, um, that would all be on stride at home as well, which is coming back in the new year, which I'm really excited about. So those are my priorities, you guys. So the podcast, social media, yoga, and then toridesimone.com. So those four things are really what I want to focus on. And like I said, in the beginning of the episode, I really want to focus on things that I can definitely control and then continue building upon this beautiful life that I'm really grateful to lead and have on top of all that. Um, and I kind of wrote to myself, like, I really want 2024 to be the year that I get back to building me because I feel like I've really spent 
the last five years building my businesses. And I'm really, really, really proud of that. And now I am at a place in my businesses where I feel like they're where they need to be and they're where they can be where they can kind of stand on their own and I'm able to step back and like I feel like I'm sending my kids off to school and like now it's time for me again so I can begin to kind of build myself back up in like this gentle approach of practicing and comes back to the word of 2024 but also I don't want to be an influencer and that's not like the path that I'm trying to go down at all, but rather just so to build a lifestyle brand that people can see and adapt to themselves to ultimately feel better. And that's always what I want. Like I want people to find my podcast, my content, whatever it might be, and just feel happy from it. I really do. I just want people to feel happy and like they're part of something. They're part of a light of positivity of a community. And I know the word community is thrown around so much, but just to really feel like you're talking to a friend when we talk, like, I don't want you to feel a disconnect. I don't want you to feel like an, like this is an influencer follower relationship. That's, I don't want to be an influencer. I do not want to be an influencer. I want to be someone that, um, builds this lifestyle that inspires others to build a lifestyle that they love as well. And it's, that's the beauty of it is that lifestyles are multifaceted and that's what I want it to all be. And also like on ToriDesmond.com, I would love for there to be like cooking videos and stuff on there. Like my mom and I love to cook together. Like I would love that. I would love it to be almost just like just this big multifaceted place. So those are my priorities for the new year, and I feel really excited about them. Um, So let's get into some workouts, routines, and some health things. And then um, also at the end, just who I want to be at the end of 2024 that I can look back and be like, yeah, I did that, and I feel really good about that. So let's begin with workouts. Um, Number one is I want to honor my body. Um, I feel like it's so easy to push workouts onto yourself when you're always told you should run, you should lift weights, you should da da da. I'm sick of working out because I should do this and I should do that. I want to work out because I'm honoring my body. And I wholeheartedly believe that working out is so important obviously. I mean, I have fitness studios because I believe in it so much and I want to continue to show up and I want to continue to practice that. Right. But I want to do it in a way that is honoring me and honoring what my body enjoys and what it likes. So for me, the answer is walking yoga and in that like strength training as well. Um, that to me, my body really likes it. And again, I'm just talking about like my personal workouts as well. My body really likes this. My body responds really well to it. And my mental responds really well to it. I get amazing downloads. I get amazing ideas, amazing thoughts. I just feel really complete when this is how I move my body. So I didn't write down like Monday, I'm going to do this. Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Because again, if it's already ingrained in the practice of it all, if it's already ingrained in the like, this is what I'm doing the majority of my days, like the practice is showing up the majority of the days. So I'm not having the expectation of Mondays, I have to do this and Tuesdays, I have to do this. I'm going to eventually just find a rhythm and a habit that works for me. And I'm allowing myself to gently find that in the new year. And when I do, I will report back. But I know my game plan, which is walking, yoga, and strength training and however that might look. So that could look like weight training. It could look like yoga. It could look like Pilates. It could look like a lot of things, but yeah. Okay. Next up is routines. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to establish a very solid morning routine. And I have been using this month of December to practice that. So I will report back probably in the new year of a morning routine that really works well for me. So I've been practicing it because I've been really, really off of a morning routine since like, honestly, the beginning of summer. I had one in the summer, but it wasn't my perfect ideal routine. 
wasn't really what I wanted to be doing. Now, when it's not in the summertime, this is like the time for me to really establish that. So I've been working on it and I have my pillars. I know for me, the pillars that work in my morning routines are when I read, when I move energy, such as a walk and yoga and practicing and things like that. When I meditate, when I journal, when I do walk, and normally I will take the dogs for a walk, and then I will take a shower, get ready for the day, make a cup of coffee, and then begin my work day. Those are my big pillars, but really the big pillars are reading, practicing, walking, journaling, meditating, those five. And establishing that you win the morning, you win your day. So I really want to establish a solid morning routine. And that's what I'm practicing right now in December. And as you guys are listening to this episode, I encourage you to start practicing what feels good to you in the morning this week and next week. Like I think the week after New Year's should also be a week off and everyone should have it be like a think week because oh, it's like coming off the biggest adrenaline rush of the year and you're just expected to be thrown into like this full-on working Q1, new year, let's go, like let's hit the ground running. But it's like, I need a gentle ease back into it after what we just experienced for the last, like let's face it, the holidays are two months long. Like it's a lot. Um, so using this week and next week on different timelines. Like obviously this week, if you're not going into work, you're not going into school, you don't need to be getting up at five, six, seven AM. If you can do your morning routine staples at like eight, nine, ten, whatever, do it then and just see what works and what doesn't work and just try things out this week. The next part of my routine that I want to establish is a really solid night routine. And this is because I really want to get good sleep. I must have jinxed myself because my sleep lately has been terrible, terrible. Like it's just been really bad. And I kind of think I know why, but I think I can really trace it back to the fact that I just don't have a solid night routine. And I want to get back into that so that I can get a good eight hours of sleep. So when I establish that, I will make an episode about my peak sleep routine to get good quality sleep because sleep is the foundation of everything. So I'll let you guys know, but for 2024, I'm definitely going to make sure that I have a good night routine. So I get eight hours of sleep for me. I think some of my pillars are showering, journaling, a candle lit music, like very mellow music, reading, dimmed, low lighting, all of that, that makes for good sleep. I did that last night. I was just really like on like a planning high is like the best way to put it last night. And I was in such a good flow state. I had music going. I had this very dim lighting. I had a Christmas candle. It was just beautiful. And I didn't go to bed until I think after midnight because I was just so in the zone. Um, and then I had to wake up early or I got to wake up early this morning. How lucky am I? So I just didn't get like the best quality sleep, but I think that's a good recipe for a good night routine. Um, and then again, the fitness and workout routine. I don't want to be rigid with like Mondays this, Tuesday this, but I did write down that I want to be in the routine and flow of it to continue to practice move energy, to get stronger and to get deeper in practice. So those are the routines that I want to establish in 2024. Let's talk about health. I really want to make 2024 a year that I prioritize being healthy. What do I mean by this? This does not mean I want to eat the cleanest diet. I want to lose weight. It does not mean that. It means that I want to be conscious of what I'm putting in my body, what I'm putting in my air, what I'm digitally consuming but also from a health standpoint, making sure that I'm sourcing good foods, all with the long-term goal of a healthy, long lifespan. I want to be around for a really long time. And I want to have a really great, healthy quality of life. Like I want, when I'm 90, 
five years old, I want to walk around without a walker. I want to be able to get up off the ground by myself when I have grandkids. I want to be active. I want to be full of life. I don't want to be tired. I don't want to be run down. And I have the energy and the choice at 25 to make that decision for myself now and have the fruits of my labor later in life. I would so much rather make the decision when I'm young and able and healthy rather than have something smack me in the face and make me realize how grateful I am to have my health. Health is everything. If you if you have your health, you have all you need in life. And I, I really believe that. You could be the richest person in the world with so much money, the biggest house, the fanciest cars, but if you're sick and you aren't healthy, that means nothing. Like health comes in love. Health comes in being able to enjoy the life around you. I want to be healthy and around for a really long time. And I really want 2024 to be a year that I look back on and be like, that was a year that I took my lifespan into my hands, my health span, right? Into my own hands. So how do I plan on doing this? Number one, I want to switch to non-toxic products. I'm going to link an episode down below of the Skinny Confidential of the one of the founders of Branch Basics. And she has a remarkable story. And I want to switch all of my cleaning products to Branch Basics. I also want to make sure that I'm sourcing really good foods. So I want to make sure that my flour is not enriched, not fortified. I want to make sure that any meat that I'm getting, I want to get it from like a local farm or a local grocery store. Um, One of my friends, Kim, Kim, I hope you're listening. Hey, she brought me bones. uh, What was this? Maybe a month or so ago. She brought me bones from a local farm and I made bone broth with it. It was delicious. And it, I just felt so good, like making my own bone broth from local bones from a cow at a farm that is like five minutes from my house and sipping that and drinking that. And I just, I want to know my farmers. I want to know where I'm getting the food. I want to know what I'm putting in my body. And look, I'm not going to be like crazy. Like I love cookies. I love cake. I love sweets. And I want to always enjoy them and always have them. But for the most part, I want to know where my food is coming from and what it is that I'm eating because that's something that I think is going to be worth it in the long run. So that's something that I want to source more from this year and really learn more of. And then overall, um, I find myself recently being very anxious. Um, The other night I was watching a movie and I woke up in the middle of the night very anxious. And I know when it's anxiety, but it it shows up in the form of a stomach ache for me. And I wake up feeling sick and I know what triggers it. I know the patterns that can cause anxiety for me in the middle of the night. Um, I also just find myself very anxious about things I have no control over. And I want to rid that in this year. And I want to do it um, holistically and through Yeah, holistically is the best way to put it. When I was flying to Idaho, I'm not a good flyer. I am a a very anxious flyer. And I was taking um, prescription meds that I have for my anxiety. And of course, they, they work and you feel like nothing bothers you. Like it's so true. Like we were having really crazy turbulence on the way to... Idaho when we were flying there and I was on my medicine and I was like, it is what it is. So it definitely works. And I appreciate pharmaceutical and modern day medicine for those reasons. However, I want to find a way holistically to do that. 
And I have a few things that I'm thinking of. One of them is less time on my phone. When my phone the other day was out of commission, it happened on a Sunday night. So all the stores were closed. I wasn't going to go get a new phone that night. So I had to wait until Monday like afternoon to go get a new phone. And it was beautiful. But I also in those, you know, 12, 16 hours really noticed just how dependent on our phones we are. And I woke up on Monday morning being like, I have to check my laptop to see what texts I've been missing or if I need to talk to so-and-so about this or I need to check my email. It's just like, oh, oh, why am I so available to everyone? Like I, I have my own stuff, you know, I have my own life that I need to, that I, that I need to work through on myself. So I definitely want to be less available all the time. So spending less time on my phone and I think definitely having a solid morning routine without a phone, big key. Um, I want to meditate more. I want to practice more yoga and I want more intentional commitments. What I mean by this, there are definitely social situations that trigger anxiety for me. There are also people that I allow to make me anxious. And I just want to either work through that or distance myself or just be intentional with what I say yes to. Because at the end of the day, if I'm saying yes to something that is going to cause me stress and anxiety, I'm only hurting myself for what? For what? So I really want to work on my anxiety in 2024. Um, I don't talk about it a lot, but I I do run very anxious and not a not everyone runs like that. And I've learned that because I will talk to my boyfriend about things and he's like, I don't even think about that. And I'm like, that must be so nice. So, you know, anxiety to a certain degree is good, but for me, it, it definitely crosses a point where it becomes physical and I feel physically sick and I know that it's anxiety and like I'll shake and like I, I do get very physical symptoms and that is what I want to work through. Um, and yeah. And like I said, I think common day modern medicine pharmaceuticals are fantastic in how they um, work and don't get me wrong, they work. But I would love to have a long-term, almost permanent holistic approach to reducing anxiety. So if I accomplish that, I will also make an episode about it. And finally, I kind of just have like not a goal or a mantra, but a feeling that when I look back on 2024, I want to be able to say like, yeah, I did that. And I'm proud that I did that. And that is really step into my power in 2024. I really want to come into myself and I really want to speak up for myself. And if you don't ask, you'll never know. So there's a few examples that I wrote down of how I felt like this. Um, the other day I was at a charity event for Crohn's and colitis, and it's an event called spin for Crohn's and colitis. And I was a spin instructor there and it was a beautiful charity event. It was an amazing, um, event, an amazing foundation. And I was very honored to be a part of it. Um, part of this event was that I taught a 25 minute spin session for this event. And I wanted, we were, I was like part of a team and I wanted one or two of the girls on the team to come up on stage with me while I was teaching because I was a little anxious to teach this. Um, which is funny because I've been teaching for six years, seven years, but I was anxious to teach. And it's also just more fun with friends. And I just kept saying that. I was like, I just want my girls with me. Like I just, I just want someone up there with me. So um, one of the the girls that I was talking to, her name's Jill. She was like, well, let's just go ask. And she just like went up and walked away and asked. And I was like, I love that. Like, I love that. And I thank God she did because then she was able to, you know, write up with me. And it was just so fun because it was a cool moment because I was like, you know what? If I don't ask, I'll never know. And I love that. Like, just get up and go ask. It was, it was really cool. So that stuck with me. Another thing was when I was getting a new phone yesterday, um, 
my boyfriend has this thing. <laughs> this is so funny. Whenever I get something new, he wants something new. Like I was training for the half marathon in October uh, in 2021. I was training for a half marathon and I was buying a new pair of running shoes. And as I bought them, he was like, you know what? I want a new pair of running shoes. So he bought a new pair of running shoes and he's never used them because he wasn't running. But because I got them, he was like, I want them too. So then he got a pair of running shoes. And now ever since then, it's kind of just been like this ongoing joke of like, oh, if I get something new, you're going to get something new because that's just like what he likes. It's To me, it's really cute. I find it really funny. And it, now it's just like an ongoing joke between the two of us. And I, I find it funny. So yesterday I'm at the Apple store buying a new phone because my phone is literally broken. Like it doesn't work and I needed a new phone. Otherwise I would have just had this cracked phone, like honestly, until I don't know, for a long time. So um, we're at the Apple store and I'm getting a new phone and I'm like setting it all up and it all went through. And he comes up to me, he goes, you know, I'm like going to see if I have an upgrade. I'm like, good. I had a feeling you were going to say that. So go see if you have an upgrade, babe. And he checks and he doesn't, but he can still get a phone and did it all sort of stuff to make a very long story short. We had to go through like a bunch of hoops for him to be able to get a new phone. And we ended up having to go to the AT&T store. And one of the things that he had to do was become an authorized user on his phone account to get a new phone that day. And normally I would tell him like, why don't you just go ask the guy like, what exactly you need to do. We're at the AT&T store. This is what we're told to do. Like, why can't you ask him like what exactly it is that you need to become an authorized user? And he's like very gentle and very sweet and like just a very kind soul. So I knew that if he, if I had him ask, he wouldn't get the answer that I want because I'm like telling him to go do something that I actually just want him to do. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take the middleman out of it. And I just went up to the manager and I was like, so like he wants a new phone today. He needs to be an authorized user. Like what is it that he needs to do to make this happen today? And I got told the answer and I'm like, okay, great. Like, and I'm really glad I asked. And I'm really glad that I got myself to ask it instead of just asking like my boyfriend to be the middleman, like I'm just glad that I was able to do it. And normally in the past, I would just have had him do it because sometimes it can be like uncomfortable just to kind of stand up and be like, okay, what needs to happen here for this to go through? But I wanted to do it. And I just went up and I was like, what do we got to do? And it, that was like a moment for me. Um, oh, and then the other thing, I was at a lunch with my friend the other day and we were at the bar. We were sitting at the bar and I just came from yoga class. So I was like really sweaty looking. I was like really gross. We were there for lunch, sitting at the bar, having lunch. And the bartender was like not giving me the time of day. And I attributed it back to the fact that I just like wasn't pretty <laughs> in that moment. Okay. This is like so vulnerable, but whatever. I just like wasn't, I didn't feel pretty in that moment. And however he perceived me, in that moment didn't matter because I did not perceive myself as someone pretty in that moment. And in that moment, I was like, I need to start feeling better about myself and showing up for myself more. I have gotten so okay with not putting effort into my, and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, with my appearance, with doing my hair, with my makeup. Like I've just gotten okay with just being like lazy with my appearance and with myself. And when I look good or put effort into myself, I feel good and I do better in life. And like, I want that again. And it had nothing to do with the bartender. It never has anything to do with anyone else. It always has to do with you. But in that moment, it didn't matter how, and like I could have had someone come up to me and been like, you are like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> And I would have been like, no, I'm not because I, in that moment, didn't feel good about myself because I just wasn't putting effort into myself and I don't want to feel like that anymore. So like this year, I really want to come into myself. I want to step into my power. I really want to step into my feminine. I really want to lean into that. Um, and I want to like really just speak up for myself and be, I, I, I always play very small. I let other people's presence overpower mine. And 
I, I don't want to be, let's say the loudest in the room. No, but I just don't want to be, I don't want to make myself small so other people can feel bigger and other people can feel important. I think we can all feel important. And if I have a question, like I'm going to go get the answer and I'm going to ask it. And if I want to feel good about myself, I'm going to put in the effort to do it and I'm going to practice it every day. And I want to look back on this year and be like, yeah, I, that's what I did in 2024. So that's my episode, guys. That's my 2024. Those are my resolutions that I don't have, my priorities, my goals, my routines, my wellness, all that sort of stuff. And I'd love to know yours. So if you guys are listening on YouTube, drop it in the comments. Let me know for sure. I'd love to read through them. If you guys are listening, please be sure to rate the show. It helps so much. Um, And you guys also have a bonus episode coming out on Thursday. It is a manifest book club of the Christmas guest by Peter Swanson. And it is quite the book, if I do say so myself. And I'm really enjoying it. It's a mystery thriller Christmas book. It's really good. And that episode comes out on Thursday if you guys want to read it. So Thank you guys so much for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Use this week very intentionally. Use it for you. And I love you guys. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week.